Hey, welcome to the Crossing Church podcast. You're about to listen to a message from one of our recent meetings, which we trust will bless you. If you're wanting to know more about The Crossing, you can follow us on our social channels or visit thecrossing.org.za. Now lean in and be encouraged by Jesus as you hear his word for you today. You can also drop us a mail at forhim@thecrossing.org.za. The Crossing Church, Christ in us, Christ through us. Uh, very good evening, everybody. I trust everyone is well. I'm really, really looking forward to just a, a wonderful surrendering time in, in God's Word this evening, a time of just complete focus on Him, and uh, it's going to be good. My name is Hilton, and uh, my wife Reza and I, we're on the eldership team at the Crossing Church, and it's always just such a, a privilege to, to preach the Word of God and to spend time together looking at who He is. And so before I kick off, I just want to honor Him and just and pray for us. Lord, I thank you for just this online gathering. I thank you, Lord, for your word. I thank you for your people. I thank you for your spirit that just uh, leads and guides us, Lord. I thank you for you, Jesus. I thank you for never changing. I thank you for your faithfulness, for just this time together as, as, as you again just reveal your greatness and your redemption for us, your love for us, Lord, and, and your, your word and how powerful it is in our lives, Lord. We bless you, Lord Jesus. Amen. This evening, um, the title of my preach is Our Focus Determines Our Fulfillment. What we focus on determines our fulfillment. And uh, what we give our attention towards, what we, what we completely affix to, is what's going to determine what brings us joy and what we are content with and what brings us happiness. And so the question this evening uh, is what are we focused on? Because if, we, if, we, if what we focused on fulfills us, we best be sure we are aware and conscious of what we focused on. So just thinking of moments through scripture um, in, in, in God's word of just how, what people's, how people's focus determined their fulfillment. And just thinking of when uh, God destroyed the face of the earth and he, he gave very specific instructions to Noah who stayed really focused on the specifics that God had given him. His focus fulfilled the instruction received by God. He had the faith and he stayed focused. Uh, our faith uh, is going to require focus and our focus requires a faith in order for God to break through. Another example that we find in, in Acts uh, 3 verse 2 to 4, and I'm going to read it from the Amplified, it says this, When a certain man crippled from his birth was being carried along, who was laid each day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, so, he, so that he might beg for charitable gifts from those who entered the temple. So when he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked them to give him a gift. Verse 4, And Peter directed his gaze intently at him, and so did John, and he said, Look at us. Now, it may seem like a bit of a strange thing for Peter to have said, Look at us. Why would Peter have said that when this man was obviously looking at them? And uh, I feel like Peter was wanting to redirect this man's focus from the gift, from the money, to their words. Because the man's miracle would manifest through the words he was about to speak. And as the man focused his faith on Peter's words, something supernatural happened. 
And Peter took the man by the hand, as we know, and he stood on his feet. And the man, the man um, uh, was instantly uh, went from being a, a lame beggar to a healed praiser because of his focus. And it's because our focus determines our fulfillment. I love Proverbs 4, verse uh, 25 to 26. It says in the Amplified, Let your eyes look right on with fixed purpose, and let your gaze be straight before you. Consider well the path of your feet. And let your ways be established and ordered aright. We are called, friends, to be a people that are completely focused. Absolutely focused. We need, to, we need to let our gaze be straight ahead of us. I love Proverbs 4 verse 27. It says, don't get sidetracked. Keep your feet from following evil. And even James 4 verse 5, it says, What do you think the scriptures mean when they say that the Holy Spirit, whom God has placed within us, jealously longs for our faithful focus. The Spirit, friends, longs for us to be faithful with our focus on Jesus. The Amplified says, The Spirit who has taken up His final abode in us jealously desires for the whole of us, all of our focus, all of our attention, all of our beings. When we wholly focus on Jesus, we are completely fulfilled. Jesus, by the Holy Spirit, desires to have all of our attention and focus, to have all of our family's attention, as, as, as a church to have our focus, as, a, as those that we lead in to have their focus, focused on Him, on His Spirit leading us. Romans 8 verse 5 to 6 says this, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their, uh, the things of the Spirit. Verse 6, now the mindset of the flesh is death, but the mindset of the spirit is life and peace. When we set our focus, when we set our heart and minds on fleshly things, there's absolute death. When we set our minds on him, friends, his spirit, there's absolute fulfillment in life. It's a thing of fleshly things versus heavenly things. This constant battle between fleshly things in our lives versus heavenly spirit things. Things of ground war, civilian matters, rather than focusing on heavenly things and the things of the Spirit. And we know that the Spirit and flesh are constantly at war for our focus. Our spirits were created and designed to be focused on Jesus Christ. I love 2 Timothy 2 verse 4. It says, No soldier gets entangled in civilian pursuits since his aim is to please the one who has enlisted him. We are not called to focus on civilian affairs, friends. We are to focus on the things of above, the things of, of the Spirit of God. Look at David when he focused on the things of the flesh, when the men would usually go out to war. He lost the battle of the flesh and the Spirit, and uh, he went from life to death. Why? Because he allowed the flesh to distract him from his purpose and his calling. His focus brought him death. Think of the spirit, think of the things of the air of the kingdom, like an eagle that flies. We don't fight our battles on the, on, the, on the ground, we fight them in the air. This focus, this focus of the spirit gives us life, friends. Think of creation, God, when he created the heavens and the earth, and the spirit just hovering over the water, bringing absolute life. When we focus on the things of the spirit, there's life, there's peace. The spirit of living water flows, John chapter 7. Just rivers and of living water. In the Gospels, we also see just there being this, this new wine in him when we focus on his spirit. There's peace. The, the spirit of truth. Truth requires us to be focused. 
When we focus on the truth of the matter, the Holy Spirit can move. No exaggerations, no distortions, no partial truths. The truth. Focus on the truth. Truth of who He is. There's a greatness, there's this boldness um, that comes when we just speak the truth and focus on who He is. When we focus our minds on the things of the flesh or on other things other than Jesus Christ, our lives become dead and stale like stinky water. <laughs> but if, if we thirst, thirst after Him like a deer panting for water, um, when, we, when we seek after the things of His Spirit, we see that there's fulfillment, that there's peace, that there's joy, that there's life. Jude 19 says this, and um, I'm reading um, from ESV. These people, the Gentiles and believers, are the ones who are creating divisions among you. They follow their natural instincts because they do not have God's Spirit in them. Unbelievers don't have the Spirit living in them. As believers of Jesus, we do. And that word natural instincts of, is, is pride, lust, fear. That's what they focus on. But as sons of of God and daughters of God. Romans 8 verse 14 we know, for many as are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. We are led by the things of the Spirit. That's what focuses us. And you know friends, we cannot hide the things that we focused on from God. He is all-knowing. There is no hide-and-go-seek of what you focused on with God. It's the, it's the very nature and, and mystery of God. He is both one and more than one, three persons, yet one God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And uh, through the Holy Spirit, God knows all things. There's absolutely nothing hidden from God. And through the person of the Holy Spirit, God is able to be present at the same time everywhere. We cannot hide one thing that we focused on from God. He knows and He can see when our hearts are not focused on Jesus. Jeremiah verse 23 to 24. Am I God who is only in one place? Asks the Lord. Do they think I cannot see what they are doing? Can anyone hide from me? Am I not everywhere in all the heavens and earth? Asks the Lord. There is no place that God is not. There is no place in our lives where the things that we actually focused on and uh, that, that God doesn't know about those things. When our focus is not on His Son, the Father knows all about it. And uh, David was overcome with just the closeness of the presence of God that even he cried out, Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence, O God? And uh, just knowing we're always in the presence of God and in, in the presence of Jesus should give us the weight of what we focused on. So with this in mind, I, I want to uh, just ask you five filter questions to check whether we focused on the right things or not, because we can all find ourselves at some point in our lives focused on the right, wrong things. So the first thing is, does what I'm focused on glorify Jesus? The beautiful picture, friends, that we see of Jesus is that from birth to death, His earthly life glorified the Father. Having come as the exact image of the Father, He rose each day to demonstrate His Father's nature and he was focused on glorifying the Father. Number two, have you checked if your focus is his will? Think about the lockdown we're in right now. What are you focused on primarily? And do you have his permission to be focused on these things? If not, I want to encourage you right now. Seek his permission for the things that you focused on in your, li in, in your life. Number three, do you gain more fulfillment from the things that you're focused on 
then the fulfillment you have in Him is your partner, is your friend, is your, your best mate, your family more fulfilling than Him. Friends, our friendships can be a distraction from Him. We can become so concerned, so focused on our mates that we lose sight on Him. We too are focused on, when we're too focused on people, um, we become completely unfocused on Him. When our level of fulfillment is determined by those around us rather than um, us setting our eyes on Him, we can set ourselves up for major, major disappointments. He will never, ever disappoint us. Number four is, our, is our identity, is our contentment found in the things we are focused on more than the identity we have in Him? Where is our identity found? Is it found in money? Is it found in, in the things that people say about us? Where is our identity, friends? Are we focused on material gain, on prosperity? Are we focused on more wealth or more gain rather than being focused on Him? Do we chase after the need to fulfill ourselves financially than the ultimate fulfillment that we find in Him? I love 1 Timothy 6 verse 6 to 10. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have found food and clothing with these, we'll, we'll be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through the craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves and uh, with many pangs. Are the things that people say about us, friends, the things that we are um, uh, fulfilled by? Is it the acceptance of others that fulfills us? The things that people say about us, whether they're true, false, or indifferent, we, they can unfo uh, unfocus us and we can, and we can try and be fulfilled by them. My wife and I, we've often been caught up and found ourselves just caught in the things that people have to say about our lives. And friends, it, it always ends in nothing. It doesn't fulfill you. Don't chase after the words of others to form the identity and fulfillment we have in Jesus Christ. People will think and say you whatever, an overachiever, an underachiever. Some will say you do things for certain reasons. They'll call you strategic. They'll call you people pleaser. They'll call you underwhelmer. They'll call you overwhelming. Uh, they'll call you this. They'll call you that. Blah, 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 whatever. That's cool. Don't focus on these things. It will not fulfill you. Take what the Lord is saying to you in it and then move on and move on quickly, friends. Don't focus on your failures. Um, don't focus on what other people say about you. Focus on Him. The last question, number five, is if what you focused on right now had to be removed, would you still be completely fulfilled and satisfied in Him? That's a big one. If what you focused on right now had to be removed, would you still be completely fulfilled and satisfied in Jesus Christ? I'm going to give us one bonus question. Do we focus on things around us because they are things that make us look good rather than give Him glory? You know, friends, Jesus never performed miracles to self-elevate, but only to glorify the Father. And the freest place to live is allowing the Holy Spirit to determine what we focus on. We let the, when we let the Holy Spirit lead us, when we let His Spirit beckon our focus to be set on Him, 
there's freedom. When we seek first the kingdom and, and all these other things, will, and, and, and we see that all these other things are added to us. The Spirit of God was given to man. Man was not given to the Spirit of God. He, the person of the Holy Spirit, is the one who leads us. We don't lead him. The Spirit of the Sovereign God is upon us. The Holy Spirit will always lead our focus to Jesus Christ, on His Word, on His voice, on His people, on Him as our resurrected Savior, Him as our King, Him as our Chief Shepherd, as our God, as our, as our hope, as our Prince of Peace, our blessing, our everlasting Father, our light. Um, I love Colossians um, 3 verse 1 to 4. It contains so much of, uh, so much um, help for us to stay focused on Jesus. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. We are to focus, friends, on things above, remembering that Christ is seated in the place of glory and power in verse 1. The reason for the command is also given because we have been raised to a new life with Christ. And to focus on things above, we must be consciously, we, we must consciously remove our focus from earthly things. We see in verse 2. And the reason is given is we have died to self and Christ is our very life now. Helping staying focused on Christ is the reminder that Jesus is coming again and we and and when we see him we we will know his glory it is him that we focus on when we focus on him completely friends Hebrews 12 verse 2 fix your eyes on Jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith amplified looking away from all that will distract us as we focus our eyes on Jesus we don't allow the things of this world to fashion our focus and to form our character and behavior. As the Spirit leads us to fix our eyes on Jesus, so the things of this flesh, uh, of our flesh, are completely crushed. Not allowing any parasite sins to affix themselves to us, we fix our eyes on Jesus and Him alone. He is the rock. He is the one we allow to fashion and form us. He fashions our focus. Three things that um, we need to refocus ourselves if we find ourselves in a place that we we just not focused on Him. Number one is humble thyself. We need to lay ourselves down so that He might be the focus, friends. Our desires determine what we focus on. So when we put these desires to death, friends, He becomes the focus. And uh, we gain when we lay ourselves down and when He is the focus. Paul said it, for me, to, for, for to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Number one, humble thyself. Lay yourself down. Number two, surrender yourself. We must surrender to the control, to the moving, to the, the pulling of the Spirit. We surrender the ability to lead our own lives, friends. We have to. Romans 8 verse 6, the, the, the strong words used here. The mind controlled by the Spirit. Allow His Spirit to control our minds. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 to 19, just actually at the end here. Do not quench the Spirit. Don't quench the Spirit. 
in, in, in allowing him to control us, to move us, to direct us. Let there be a freedom of the spirit in how, we must, uh, in how he leads us in, in, in our focus. There's no compartmentalizing um, of the things that we want the spirit to be Lord of. He must be Lord of all areas. We must surrender our all to him. All to him. Even this morning, you would have heard. Um, just as an eldership, we're calling for a week of corporate prayer from from Monday this week to Sunday next week, um, and ending at the gathering. And as we surrender ourselves, friends, this week, putting aside all the distractions um, in this in our lives, and and just focusing and surrendering ourselves to Him afresh. Um, I love Philippians three verse nineteen. It says, "Their end is destruction; their God is their stomach." Ah, their glory is in their shame and they are focused on earthly things. Let that not be us, friends. Many things in this time have come to break our focus on who he is and that he would, would bring us. Um, and he is the one that brings us ultimate fulfillment when we focus on him. This, this, this call for a fast, friends, is a, is a call to refocus ourselves back onto Christ. The perfect fulfillment of, of, of our lives. And number three, lastly, is unfollow ourselves. Yeah, we must, we must stop following ourselves and follow him. Unfollow ourselves on Instagram and start following Jesus. Um, Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. We must follow Jesus Christ. That's the testimony. We must follow him. We must know him. Matthew 7 verse, 7, uh, Matthew 7, verse 21 to 23 Jesus declares, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name or in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. We must know him. We must we, to know him, we have to be focused on him. David prayed, turn me away from wanting anything other than the plans that you have for me, Lord. Return our hearts, returning our hearts to him is to return our focus onto him. We don't have the option in this life to have our lives not completely focused on Jesus. We don't have that option, friends. Jesus was the perfect example of what it looks like to be completely focused, completely focused, Jesus was the perfect example of all mankind to, as to what it looks like to be focused. He was always about his father's business. Let us mirror that focus that we see from Jesus. He woke approximately 12,000 mornings during his 33 years on earth. Um, like you and I, I'm sure he was met with numerous distractions, each calling for his attention every single day. But he remained single-minded and about his father's business, about redeeming the world, about redeeming you and I, friend. His father's mission fulfilled him. Um, our focus will determine our fulfillment. Totally focused, Jesus said. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Life is busy, friends, but Jesus isn't. The call is to come away with him. Often, friends, every day, every moment, every minute, and focus on the one thing that really matters, fellowship with him. To focus on him is the greatest thing that will fulfill us in our lives, and not for this lifetime, but for an eternity. We need to faithfully preach the gospel and, be for, and, 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 and not allow all these other things to pull our focus and pull our attention. 
as we grow in our focus towards him, as we allow um, his, his spirit to lead us, friends, we are then directing the attention of those that are around us towards him and making him known. That's our purpose, friends. Our purpose is to focus others towards Jesus. The kingdom advances as we address our continual focus on Christ. The church will grow. The churches will get planted uh, and the kingdom will advance. The kingdom mandate is fulfilled when we focus ourselves and others around us on Jesus Christ. Our focus on Jesus will determine our fulfillment. When when our focus is Jesus, we fulfilled. Living our lives in a place where he is completely our focus, where we focus purely on his glory, his power, the rest that we find in him, his guidance, his wisdom, his, the, the fear of him, um, the fear of God, the, the, his majesty, his beauty, his vastness, the eternal one, the, the, never, end, uh, the never changing one, uh, the one that remains, the everlasting one, the divine one, friends. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 18. So we do not focus on what is seen, but on what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. We don't focus on the temporary. We focus on the eternal, the one that is eternal. A friend of mine wrote to me this week and he said, all our temporary for his eternal. And it's true. May we bring the focus of all this temporary that we have around us and may we use it, friends, for his eternal glory. Our temporary for his glory and his glory alone, friends. We don't get to share in the glory of Jesus. It's Jesus alone. Jesus again and again and again and again. He's the one that receives all our glory. He must be our focus and not the things surrounding him either, friends. Not the theory about Jesus, but Jesus. He is sufficient for our complete focus, absolute focus. Maybe even this evening as as we've been sharing together here, You've not made the decision in your own life before this moment now that Jesus would be your complete focus. And uh, you might want to receive Jesus as the total focus of your life right here, right now. And uh, I'd love to just pray uh, a prayer with you. If that is you, um, where you are in your lounge and watching this, wherever you might be, you might even be watching this delayed. I want to just pray a prayer with you. And, and if that is you and you want him to make Jesus your focus um, today, would you just repeat this prayer after after me? And um, we're just going to trust, trust that Jesus would meet with you where you are right now. Lord Jesus, just repeat after me. I recognize that my life is focused on things that cannot um, save me, Lord. But Lord Jesus, for too long, I've kept you out of my life and out of my focus. I know that I'm a sinner and I know that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation to me. I'm ready to trust you as my Lord and my Savior. I receive you, Lord. Thank you for saving me. I believe that you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and that you rose again, Lord. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart. Come into my life. I want you to be my complete focus, Lord Jesus. 
Thank you, Lord. Amen. Bless you, friends. Uh, keep your eyes on Jesus. Um, he is the perfect fulfillment um, for our lives and in our lives. May the Lord, uh, the Lord's Spirit lead you, guide you in the week ahead um, as we fast, as we surrender, as we humble ourselves before Him, as we, as we lay ourselves afresh before Him and say, Lord, do what you need to do. Allow, allow you to be the focus in my life as, as you so rightfully deserve. And uh, I trust that you were blessed by this uh, message and uh, look forward to connecting with you again soon. God bless everybody. Have a great rest of your Sunday evening. Cheers. Bye.